Jeffrey. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffrey Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. All right, what's going on? Hope everybody's doing well. It is a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in New York City. Greetings and blessings to all of you. Thanksgiving week. I hope everybody's going to do their thing with their families. Eat a bunch of turkey. We got the 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 queen of of eating meat here today. We're gonna talk talk to her a little bit about about some turkey. See if that's what we should even be eating in Thanksgiving. I, I don't know, right? Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy? You know we can't see him, but he's there. What's up? No, I've been reduced to a purely avatar form now. I'm being punished uh, for for thought crime, and uh, so uh, my my voice still works. So we're appreciative of that. Good to see everybody. Okay. Thank you to Elon Musk for making that possible. What's up, sir? Thank you. Thank you very much. Had a, had a talk with him yesterday, and he told me he would allow Tony to exist in an avatar form. Don Jeffries, the legendary. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Oh, great to be here. Tony's in the phantom zone. That's what we used to call it. You remember this when they put Superman's uh, villains? So he's obviously, uh, I mean, so, <laughs> so they put the good guys in the phantom zone now. Great to be here with you guys. What was it? What was that line in in uh, in Come Together? Um, uh, Don, so good looking that you can't see him. What is it? Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah. What's so good looking? So hard to see. Cause he's so hard to see. Come together. (laughs) Fantastic. That's, that's Tony Arterburn right now. Okay. John Brissom is here live from the kill shed. Mr. Jacques Brisson, the Patriot street fighter himself. The, the, what's the new one? You want to unveil that to the people? Not yet, not yet, not yet. Not yet. All right, it's coming. It's coming on FreeWorld.fm. We got we got a new a new AKA for the dude. What's going on, sir? How are you? Thank you for joining us here on America Unplugged. What's I'm doing well. It's good to be here with everyone, and uh, you have some uh, great uh, family holidays coming up with Thanksgiving and with Christmas. And God bless everyone who's listening uh, during these trying times. I'm glad to be back with everybody. All right, all right, and of course Yaka is here with us. How are you? Thank you for gracing us with your presence. This is going to be exciting. First time here on America Unplugged. Uh, yes. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate. Thanks it. for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> it's dope, 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 dope. Okay, so uh, we have a couple of things to talk about, um, and we want to talk about eating meat uh, because Yaka is all about that. That's what she does, and she knows all about it. And and Bristol is is all about that too. He's always telling me how that's what I need to be doing, you know, and and that's what I do, you know. Um, but I do it because I have to, not because I want to. I want I want to like become a vegetarian. That's that's really what I want. It'll never happen. It's just dreams, like delusions that I have in my head. But but for some reason, I think that's the right way to go. But we'll close with that. Um, let's talk about Elon Musk real quick. Let's talk about Twitter. The the headline on Drudge today. Go on Drudge. And that's what I do because I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. So I go on Drudge and I check out the headlines to see what's going on. And the headline is, is Twitter 
anti-Jewish. You know, so any 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 uh, outlet that is in some way presenting a counter narrative is considered anti-Jew at this point. I guess. I mean, I I don't know, but uh, but that's what I took from this because uh, there's a lot of people on Twitter that are just expressing their views on what's going on over there, and um, just because you you're not for the war or what the Israeli government is doing doesn't mean you're anti-Jewish, but that's the way it's being painted in order to stir the pot, you know, the deal, the division. Tony Arterburn, what's up? Well, what happened to the little boy who cried wolf? I remember the story. And I think the the uh, narrative here is crumbling, it's breaking down. Yek and I talked about this yesterday on my show. Uh, Don will, will remember this. If you uh, look back in the early 1990s, right before the lead up of the Gulf War, uh, Pat Buchanan on the McLaughlin group um, said that the only people that really wanted this war were the military industrial complex and their amen corner over at APAC. And he was absolutely demonized, vilified, drugged through the mud, anti-Semitic. Now that seems quaint. And they overplayed their hand with all this stuff, whether it's the Southern Poverty Law Center or the a ADL. And now everything's anti-Semitic. Well, if everything's anti-Semitic, then nothing is. I mean, everything about that breaks down if you really want to get logical on it about what a Semite is anyway, which are usually the Arabs or the Palestinians and uh, not the Eastern, Eastern European Jews, all that stuff. It just really smacks of uh, totalitarian thought control. Uh, and I think people know this. I mean, the headline of Drudge, I mean, what is Drudge now? Is it just... Shouldn't it just be uh, OperationMockingbird.com to get your news? I mean, it used to be somewhat useful, and now it's just this wing of intelligence agencies. I, I check it for the same reason that uh, I read, you know, Sun Tzu says, know your enemies. That's the reason I check Drudge. I don't check it for information. I check it for intelligence and what they want me to think. So um, I think that the dam has broken. Um, and for for whatever, for whatever uh, good or ill, uh, going forward, this whole you know, demonization of people that disagree with either hyper-Zionism or Middle Eastern war interventions being labeled as uh, anti-Semitic, I think that that is going to, uh, it's going it's to land hollow and it's going to, um, to fade as we move into the future. I think opinion. you're right. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think uh, I agree with you. Uh, the, the way things are going, um, I, I just immediately think they're going this way because they're like, you know, being directed in that fashion. I don't have any proof of that. It's just me thinking that. And that's why I'm afraid of it. But um, I think you're right. Um, also, I think Don was right about you being in a fan in a phantom zone. I hear like the cracking behind yeah, you. Yeah, I hear something there. Right. It, it's like, you know, some, some type of, of another world entity behind Tony right now. Is I don't Powell, I don't think that's my mic, just to FYI. I'm I'm paying it. Okay. I don't think that's my mic. Really? Okay. No, yeah, I'm hearing it from here from somewhere. I hope it's not me. I'm in the basement. I don't, I don't think, think it's me. It, it, typically, it would be me, but I don't. I don't think it's me. Regardless, if it, just check behind your back, see if Sydney Powell is there because it sounded like her. <laughs> All right, it nine, could be the underworld <laughs> coming from. <laughs> What's going on? Well, certainly, Tony's uh, exactly right about Pat Buchanan. That's back when the right was critical of Israel. Now, again, I found my uh, 
my girl, you know, Rashida Talib and people like that. Those are the squad. Those are the only people I can count on in this fight at this point. You know, I never thought right. I'd say that because, you know, I know they hate me. They hate white people. But so uh, we'd have to get over that, I guess. But, uh, you know, this this is it, it's a shame. But this is only and I, I think we talked about it last week, but Rashida Talib was censored, right, right, right. censored by the Congress. And that's just yeah. disgraceful. And her remarks were completely sensible. And uh, you shouldn't be censored for remarks anyhow. She was, you know, advocating, uh, you know, let's mow down people or something. But uh, it's it, and I think, you know, Tony's right. And we've talked about this before that uh, they have overplayed their hand here. But I tie it again to this. The, the, the great replacement theory is not a theory. It's true. They are trying to I don't know what the hell they're planning to do with white people because most of them are white. But there is a huge anti-white agenda. It's been going on for a long time. And you're seeing it now. You're seeing like Dr. Frankenstein creating a monster in a lab. <clears throat> you're seeing it on the college campuses, those Harvard students and people like that. They have been mired in, in anti-white thought. Whites are devils, white supremacy. So they look at the situation in the Middle East and they see they're going to side naturally with the non-whites, the Palestinians. And they look at the Jews. The Jews themselves may not think they're white. And the anti-real people, Jew haters, don't think they're white. I don't know what the hell they are. They look white to me. But uh, they, they look at them as the white oppressors. So who are they going to side with? So you've got millions of people in this country now who are woke and have that anti-white ideology. And they're not sophisticated enough, I guess, to dance that line between, okay, well, in this case, though, you know, the, the, this, this group of non-whites who had their land stolen back in 1948 and who have uh, never been compensated. They don't even really have a country now. Their borders are constantly shrinking. Uh, they live in what a high-ranking Israeli official called the world's largest open-air concentration camp. And I've written about it that, that they're basically a concentration camp. They live. They have they have very few rights. Uh, they've been killed constantly. What's happening now is terrible with the, the hospitals and the children and everything. But you know, go back to Rachel Corey, the U.S. citizen, the, the poor twenty-three-year-old girl who was ide wide-eyed idealist and went over there to help the Palestinians and and uh, made a made a mistake and kneeling in front of a house that was supposed to be bulldozed and the uh, the Israeli soldier, the uh, the IDF tank, bulldozed right over and killed her. And we did nothing about it. She's been completely forgotten. <clears throat> so this is a, there's a long history of this. Uh, I say that w w Israel is the largest welfare state ever exists. You talk about welfare queens. They're a giant welfare queen. We need to pull the plug on them. They should get, I mean, we shouldn't be giving money to anybody, but least of all Israel, because all of this is possible. Whatever killing happens, they would have been overrun natural order, if you will. They would have been overrun by those, those angry Arabs a long time ago <clears throat> if they had just let things go. But because we armed them to the teeth and made them the fourth most powerful military in the world, you see what they're doing. So the Palestinians are left to throw rocks at, uh, at tanks and they, 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 you know, demonize the little kids throwing rocks at tanks as terrorists. So I, I just think it's such wrongheaded thinking. I'm not suggesting we go to war, you know, on the side of the Palestinians. I don't want to go to war with anybody, but we need to pull the plug. Israel has to be, you know, we've given you, you know, billions, maybe trillions. I don't even know how much money we've given you over the decades, but uh, you're on your own, you know, and, and we, we should just put out a statement condemning what they're doing. It's not, you know, it's not defense. It's way beyond any type of defense, and uh, they need a two-state solution or whatever it is they need. But I'm not going to get that involved in it. But that's what I would do if I was president. That would be my diplomatic suggestion. And I would be no more involved other than that, but I would disengage from everywhere. I'd bring all the troops home from all in the 150 countries around the world where they're at and guard our own border. But uh, I, nobody's suggesting that, obviously. But uh, it's, it's really a shame when 
the only people in public life that are uh, that are condemning this and are on the right side, in my view, are people like Rashida Tlaib and those uh, students at Harvard. I, I totally agree, and I, I would do exactly the same thing. I, I'd bring everybody. Home. I would just bring bring everybody home. That's it. We're, we're not doing it. Joe Biden is, uh, according to polls, if we believe that sort of stuff nowadays, um, and people do when it fits uh, their paradigm, right? When it fits their perspective. Uh, so Joe Biden is trailing even Nikki Haley at this point. <laughs> I find that very hard to believe, but even yeah. even Nikki Haley, he's he's trailing now as as a result of of what's going on in the Middle East, a, a, lot, a lot of stuff, and and that's not the person to back, right? Because Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley will bomb the world. Quick that, right? Um, but 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 that's what they're saying, you know. Um, we we are going to be in for such a mess. November 2024, it's going to be such a disaster. And, and, and I want everybody to, to keep their eye on what's going on right now with these, with these polls, because it's all going to be used later on. All of this is going to come back and we're, we're going to have, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it. R regardless, John Brissom, the Patriot Street Fighter, Mr. Black Trump, how are you? Tell the doing people. well, young Kennedy. All right. All right. <laughs> So, I, you know, I've been watching uh, everything that's been going on on X and Drudge. And, um, you know, I mean, Drudge, you know, is Jewish. Uh, he used to be part of the, that crew with uh, Tucker Carlson and David Brock, the young conservative media crew back in the day. Um, and, you know, he's always pushed, you know, CMP media. It's nothing new. Um, some people say that he covers more mainstream topics now, like Tony mentioned earlier. And I hear that critique of, of Drudge, but. Let's just forget Drudge has always been pro-Zionism. That, that's nothing that's never changed. He's always been that way. Um, and so seeing him push these pro-Zionist narratives uh, shouldn't really surprise anyone. Um, and, of course, you know, people – Elon Musk is literally, like, dra dressing up as Captain America and, like, the defender of the First Amendment. I mean, come on, y'all. Hopefully – no one's falling for it, all right? Because, I mean, you know, I mean, Elon Musk, SpaceX, Neuralink, chips in your brain. I mean, it doesn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to figure out that Elon Musk is an elitist, he's not for us, and he's not really this champion of free speech that everybody's saying he is. Uh, I mean, Don, as you've alluded to many episodes that you've been shadow banned on X, okay, yeah. let's just forget, yeah. all yeah. right? And so, you know, and so don't fall for it because what this is, in wrestling, I think it's kayfabe. I think it's a storyline. All right, so people can get behind um, Elon Musk. He says he's going to drop a drop a thermonuclear lawsuit against um, Media Matters and, and David Brock. Okay, and and you have all these advertisers. What about the ADL? Is he still going to sue the ADL? He no, the ADL. no, because yeah, him yeah. him and Jonathan uh, uh, Greenblatt were making nicey nicey. He, he, one moment, out of one side of his mouth, he's going against the ADL, yeah. and then the next side of his mouth, he's praising the ADL. Yeah. And it's the same with RFK Jr. and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, the Kabbalic Talmudic rabbi Shmuley Boteach, right? Where, yeah. you know, you see Elon Musk doing the same thing with Shmuley, right? You know, and so it's like I don't think I think this I really think this is all kayfabe. 
Like, I really do think this is. And X is continue to get more authoritarian. Musk is continually talking about that it's going to replace baking, that it's going to be your all-in-one baking app. We know Peter Thiel through Glorify, which Candace Owens was pushing before it folded, which I think it will be integrated into X's financial platform. They're pushing it as a one-stop shop uh, for uh, your banking, your insurance, a social credit score with... Um, people that you make purchases from, uh, you know, and, and I think that's truly what X will end up, you know, eventually becoming. I hope not. I pray to God that's not the case, but it looks like that's what's going to happen. So, again, it, there is always a possibility, too. I also keep this. If it doesn't, it could be that Elon Musk is technically destroying Twitter. That's possible, too, with all this, the advertisers being pulled as far as the kayfabe part that Twitter could self-destruct and then be replaced with something that none of us knew was going to come down the pipeline. All right. So that is possible as well, too. Um, but I mean, it seems to me with everything going on that, um, the, the you know, the world order and the elite want us to be behind Elon Musk. They want us to root for him in this as the champion and guardian of free speech. He just isn't. He's just not. It, it, it's it's a facade. And, um, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to continue. Um, they're going to continue, uh, you know, demonizing Musk. And there's also, I guess, one last thing, a pivot point in that eventually all of this anger and outrage could be directed towards conservatives, directed towards, um, you know, uh, Christians, directed towards, you know, people in the truther community as, you know, being like, you know, well, you have, you allowed all of this quote unquote alt-right or fall right content on Twitter. Therefore you're on there and you're behind Elon Musk. You're for all of this. And, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up coming back down the pipeline. If the pendulum sw swings back to the left, I don't know if it is. Billy and I, you, you and I have talked about, we disagree. I think Trump's going to be reelected, maybe from prison. We'll see. I think it's going to happen because I think a lot of this is, some of it is truthful as far as the outrage of what the IDF is doing. Um, I, I completely understand that against the Palestinian people. But you know, some of this outrage is to and might be for to get the Republicans back in power. And Trump has already said one thing I'll say in closing to, to finish this off is when he gets back in power, it, it, it and again, maybe this does happen, maybe it doesn't. He's talking about rounding up illegal immigrants and putting them in the Rex 84 camps. He's talking about rounding up homeless people and put them in Rex 84 camps if they don't if they don't want to get treatment or whatever. Okay. And he's talking about, you know, going against his political opponents like Jack Smith, for example, and putting them in mental mental institutions. Okay. So this is punish Trump. This is Trump's retribution. Now, whether that happens or not, because he's a Trumpenstein project, like Don Jeffrey says, we don't know. Okay. It could, but again, if it does happen, it's still not going to be for us because they're only going to go after one side of the evil elite and leave the other side scot free that they do with every revolution that, that, that you see. Right. Um, so I don't think, you know, I guess as, as the, who famously said, new boss, same as the old boss. Right? right. Uh, you know, and so that's how it's done. So, I mean, again, just don't trust in Musk. He's not our guy. So I agree with you. I, I don't, I don't uh, trust Elon Musk to save us, you know, ever. Uh, I've, I've never trusted him. And, and, uh, and I will tell you this, if, if, uh, if the election went down today, Donald Trump would probably win. 
there is there is a year left, and and uh, I, you know, I I've said that Donald Trump is largely unelectable. I still believe that, but damn, you know, <laughs> just looking crazier and crazier at this point, man. Because Joe Biden is, I mean, man, he's giving him so much ammunition to chop chop him apart. So so when we get to this point, man, what I'm it's a year out, right? It's it's a year out from and 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 Americans forget very quickly. You know, so when 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 we get to this point in November, I I just fear all these polls and everything are going to be used against us to to say, hey, you see you see what went on? He was so far ahead. How did Joe Biden end up squeaking it out? How did this happen? That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. But um, I'm open to it. I, I am open uh, at least more than ever to think that Donald Trump rec- reclaims power. And if he does, remember um, with with Jack Smith and all that, he's not going to do a damn thing. Not a damn thing. He's going to go back in office and he's going to play some golf again. He's not going to lock anyone up. He's not going to do anything, anything. It's not going to happen. At least that's what I think. I don't know. Miss Yucca, she's been waiting patiently, ladies and gents. Tell us what's up. Whatever you want to say, whatever your comments, don't hold back. Let us have it. What's up? Uh, Well, I'm not as well versed or as knowledgeable as y'all on these topics, but um, I do want to say that it just shows how much they're just trying to divide us all. And um, I agree with John, with Elon, how he's just he's just wearing the Captain America suit. He's not actually <laughs> here to save us all. <laughs> totally agree. I think I think you're absolutely right. He is wearing a Captain America suit, right? That's a good way to put it. I never thought about that, man. Um, uh, and and but but he's been positioned as the savior for for people of alternative thought, whatever that is now, right? Like it's 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 gone beyond what we do here. You know, um, and and uh, they've placed that label on, on a larger segment of the population that think in a particular way. And, but not only and that, a savior for conservatism, Billy. Right. Not even I've people heard. in the alternative media, just people that watch Fox News. No, but some people in the alternative media think he's the guy. Well, I know that, but I'm saying just average average conservative thinks Elon Musk is their guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's know. it's war against the Christians. It is. It's war against Christians. It's it's but a war. It's, What's up? Well, yeah, because because people are looking again. The reasons people still remain loyal to Trump, they're looking for some kind of opposition. They see, look at Candace Owens this week. You know, she's a pretty mainstream, uh, you know, conservative, but she came out, you know, uh, you know, very strongly being called anti-Semitic, arguing with Ben Shapiro. So, you know, or any of these people on our side, I don't know, but who? That's what you got. That's what you have. You have people like us who have the platforms we have, but the people that are in power that have the large platforms that's the the most you're going to get you're right. you're not going to get anybody else and and it's interesting i said i think i don't know what's going on it's probably all controlled because it's all theater but I, I i do think the uh this especially the the jewish black fight or jewish non-white fight is interesting because it's coming to the forefront i hear more that guy i watched uh jason uh, whitlock a black as almost all black show and they're you know they're constantly talking about this that this is this is something that is a I know I worked with many many blacks when I was a blue collar worker and there's <laughs> they talk about Jews a lot believe me they always have and uh, so this is kind of coming to the forefront and it's it's you know being centered on Israel because all those non-white people from all over the world the people that have been you know coming to the country and the massive immigration they're not necessarily going to support just like the Hispanic population is not going to support the uh, you know the abortion agenda. 
they're very Catholic. They're not going to buy into that. So it's the same kind of thing. A lot of these college students, they're, they're, they're going to naturally, they're not going to uh, go, they think we should be on Israel's side. So it's, it's, it's good theater, if nothing else. And I hope maybe there's something realistic there. Maybe we can try to find a better way. Well, the culture wars are definitely taking hold, right? And, and, and that's pretty much what we're talking about when we're talking about things like this. And that's There's what they're a vast using. right-wing conspiracy, Billy. Don't you know about the vast <laughs> right-wing conspiracy? That's right. That's right. I, I, I would say that's one of the only truthful things that Hillary Clinton said with the Council for National Policy. But that being said, though, she didn't say that she was a part of it as well with the family and the fellowship, which she was. So. Well, I mean, Elon Musk, actually, it's not a Captain America suit. It's his Baphomet suit. That's the one that, uh, that gets the most publicity, I think. Touche, Tony. Touche. It's, it's, it's his Baphomet suit. And so we have no one. We, we really don't. We have these straw people. They're, they're automatons. They're fake. They're controlled opposition. So is there a, is there a vast right-wing conspiracy? Do we have an opposition? That's what Don was saying. He's like, who do we look to to oppose uh, the totalitarian globalist left, if that's what you want to call them? The, the ruling class, the structure, they're in all aspects of, of key government positions. Right. What is the opposition? We, we live in a mono a mono party. We live under mono party rule. It's a coast to coast California at the federal level. So I, I, I think just the game is to get people to choose sides. That way they can milk them of their money. You know, we can have the operation, which is like I called the GOP is grifters on patrol. That's all they do is they grift. They raise money. They don't actually stand yeah. up for anything. They don't stop anything. They've been running for a secure border since I was a little kid. Um, mm. Guess what? The border's not secure, uh, and then now it's a now it's a joke. So I, I, this is something that needs to be examined because we get caught up in these arguments about uh, ideology. But I'm looking around, I'm kind of with Don. I said, "Well, who who do we, who do we actually you know get behind?" And that's that's an open question. No, we don't we don't we don't get behind anybody. That's what we do. We got to disengage from the system. That's just me personally, but whatevs. All right. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about um, about uh, maybe really quickly. I, I want to get everybody's thoughts on on Trump possibly being reelected. I know, I know. Uh, Tony and I were off of the same mind when we thought he was largely unelectable. Um, I, but I, I want to know if we're still there, given given the the climate right now. And let's remember, there's a year away from from. Uh, from this election and people say there's no elections yet. All right. We we're, this is the way I look at it. We're given choices to from the same store, right? From the same brand, from the same outlet, like choose these two. That's not a real choice, but that they, they all report to the same people, but uh, that's the choice we're given. It's the illusion of choice in that manner. Um, and uh, maybe Kevin McCartney, uh, McCarthy uh, elbowing people uh, in, in the cap. I, I might want to discuss that real quick, and then we're going to go to, to meet. So let, let's go around one more time. And uh, it, it, Tony, is is Donald Trump electable? Will, will it happen? Uh, as it stands right now, no, in my opinion. And that has to do with, uh, you look at the, the results from 2016. Um, he won by 80,000 votes spread over four swing states. Uh, the demographics in this country have changed even further, more solidified. I mean, look at the election of John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. That's all you need to know that you can run anyone as long as they have a D next to their name with certain demographics. California is the same way. Um, and now if I if you're holding the election with the 
current parameters that are in place. And if it plays out, I think what you're looking at is a reverse Ross Perot uh, with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. If he's able to get ballot access, which is an open question, if he's able to get ballot access to major states and swing states, um, a lot of the people that were with Trump will go over to RFK Jr. Uh, I think it will um, divide the vote. Uh, the Democrats can run whoever they want. They can even have an empty chair. It doesn't matter. Um, the, the D, the D is all that matters when it comes to it. And when the, for for demographic for demographic reasons, and I think that's what you're going to see is you're going to see a, a siphoning off of votes from Trump. If, and there's also going to be a libertarian candidate. We don't know who that is yet. That will probably be stronger than in previous elections. Uh, Green Party candidate probably stronger than in previous elections. It's a topsy-turvy year, and you know Don can attest to this. 1992 uh, with the, with Ross Perot in it was a very you know this is post Reagan Reaganomics. The 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 Soviet Union had collapsed. We didn't have that Cold War enemy. Uh, Americans were looking around, looking at the, the economy, looking at jobs, looking at the, the passage of things like NAFTA that were uh, imminent. And people were saying no. And I think there was a populist uh, revolt and just walking away from the two parties. I think that's going to be very similar in 2024. A lot more chaos. Um, but as it stands right now, I do not see a path uh, to 270 for Donald J. Trump, if that's the case. And of course, this is even... And we're, we're kind of like debating at a certain level, like how many angels can fit on the head of a pin? Because I don't even know if the elections are real. I mean, I'm I would, yeah. you know, I'm kind of like, this is like who, who, who can best speak Klingon at this point? I'm not even sure it really matters. I speak um, Klingon. Do you speak Klingon? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that this is probably an open question. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be betting anything. I, I bet money on Trump in 2016. I bet everything I had. Like I didn't have very much in 2016. I bet the Bitcoin that I had, and I won. Uh, you can go back to my Twitter thread and see where I predicted. It. Um, because I I thought after the the uh, Comey investigation relaunched there in October, huge October surprise. Uh, I thought that, that there was just enough momentum to knock it off, uh, knock her off the uh, the pedestal. I was correct. I don't see. I don't see any path right now, but again, in politics, a year is an eternity. So we it really is. Don't. It is two months is an eternity at this point. Uh, Jill Stein is running for the Green Party, and um, Cornell West is is uh, independently running as well. That 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 kind of scares me a little bit. Um, I don't know. We'll see what develops. Uh, what's up, Don? What are you thinking? Well, I think we have to look at it a couple of ways, as, as Tony mentioned. Looking at it just uh, politically, it would seem to be impossible for Trump to be able to win. But again, I, I, I look at it. To, I, when you talk about Nikki Haley running ahead of Biden in the polls, I, I just don't have any confidence in the system. I, I don't know who would who would who would who surprised right. Nikki Haley. No one does. What, what is her agenda? I mean, not, but Biden's horrible. But right. Nikki Haley is, you know. Is a complete lunatic. I mean, she's finish him off, finish him off. So I, I don't understand what the attraction could be there. But again, you know, more and more, I mean, I know that the, I, I think pre presidents are selected. I think this is all scripted and orchestrated. Uh, I, I, I've always thought that way. But if you if you take it at face value and if you look at uh, what has happened as a conservative, as a Trump supporter, you certainly can't have any confidence that they're going to let him win when they robbed him and they prosecuting him now for complaining about it. If that's, if you're a Trump supporter, that should be your, you know, perspective. 
that well, and nothing has changed. If anything, they've made it even easier for people not to check uh, mail-in ballots and signatures and all that. And you probably have more and more illegal immigrants coming in that are being allowed to vote without being citizens. You know, they're not going to vote for Trump. So uh, as a Trump supporter, why would you think he would possibly do better? As Tony mentioned, the demographics, demographics have changed since 2016. They've changed significantly. But on the other hand, uh, if you look at this as all orchestrated theater, and that's what I think it probably is, uh, to, at least to some degree, and it would have to be orchestrated theater for certainly for Nikki Haley to win. That's no way for that to happen legitimately. Uh, it, but I think if they wanted to have a production, I've mentioned Trump being elected from prison. I can see that happening just as just to, to bring everything down completely, because it's the only thing that could probably top what you have now with a, a president that doesn't know where he is and is shaking hands with the open air. Uh, it's clearly should be in a nursing home somewhere and not even being allowed to run, you know, uh, the crocheting activity or something. He's not even capable of that. He's in charge of the country. It's ridiculous. But but how do you go beyond that? Let's have an actual prisoner. Let's have a president serving from prison. So I can see them being attracted to that idea. And it, boy, that would just you talk about incentive because it wouldn't really please Trump supporters too much. Maybe it would. Yeah, See, so he got elected him from prison, but they couldn't be happy he was in prison. And then maybe he'd try to pardon himself in his own Supreme Court with, you know, not let it or something. You know, there's all kinds of possibilities there uh, that I've mentioned. But uh, I, I don't have any trust in the system. I do think they don't need to have that much fraud because, as Tony mentioned, the demographics have changed. And Republicans are that's why they call them the stupid party. They don't seem to realize how the demographic changes have uh, have made it impossible for them to win many elections. Like, do you think they could ever win California or whatever? I mean, it's impossible. So, uh, but, so they, they may not need to rig things that much, but they would have to rig something to, to have a result like Trump winning. Because to be honest with you, with the demographic changes, I don't think you can have another Republican president. I don't. And I said that before, I said Trump was the last Republican president uh, because the changes are, are such that, and you're seeing it again with the, with the Israel Hamas issue. So you would think that a candidate, some candidate from the left would jump in there and, and be anti-Israel to try to get those millions of supporters, but you're not seeing it. You know, in 1968, you had Eugene McCarthy and then Bobby Kennedy jump in as the anti-war candidate to ride all those college votes, Right. Well, now you have a lot of college votes that are pro-Palestinian. None of the Democrats are, they're not saying, giving any lip service to that at all. Stand with Israel. So interesting, but I, I think that they already know what they're going to do. I don't know if it's going to be Trump part two or or if, uh, I, I didn't see Trump getting, unlike Tony, I wouldn't have bet a penny uh, on that. I never saw that happening. And in 2020, I certainly didn't see them picking Biden out of that cast of characters they had. Where that came from, I don't know. Uh, so I don't know what they're planning to do. I still would suspect if I'm looking at it from their insider perspective, I would say Michelle Obama's their best bet, but she doesn't seem to want it or they don't seem to want it. So I don't know. All, all I know is whatever happens, it won't be like if Robert F. Kennedy Jr. somehow got elected, that, that would have to be rigged. You know, unfortunately, it just, the, 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 I, you know, even though I like, I like parts of him cause he's a Kennedy, but, uh, you can be guaranteed he wouldn't come in and, and clean things up just like Trump didn't clean anything up. So whatever happens, it, it won't be for the benefit of the American people. All right, Johnny. Um, uh, let's let's um, let's hit the high points quickly because I, I want to talk about meat and I want to get all that in. OK, buddy. OK, I'll keep it brief. Um, besides, I've talked about it before. Um, I 100 percent knew Trump was going to be president in 2016. I caught it when he called it come down the escalator. I knew um, 2020 
Billy, you knew that I believe that he was going to be reelected president. Had a little doubt when the leaked CMP memo came out before that cast a doubt that he was going to win. Um, but I still believed and thought that he was going to be president. And you, for the longest time, were telling me that was not going to happen. That Who's Joe you? Biden was going to get you. You told Who's me. Who? Who's you? You, you Billy. Oh, told me, me, me. Yeah, told right. me uh, you know, for the longest time that Joe Biden was going to be president. Okay. Right, right, and right. I was like, you know, denying it, denying it, denying it. And then, of course, it happened. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. And so now, you know, hindsight is 2020. Right. Looking back on it. Well, it makes sense now because. As everybody's stated, Biden is so incompetent um, that, you know, what better uh, to bring the illusion that Trump is going to be president again, which I think he will be. Or he'll be if, if maybe they abolish the election and he becomes some sort of God emperor status. I don't know. All right. But I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think Trump will be the commander of the president of the United States of America in some form sometime soon. Okay. Um, and, uh, it makes sense, right? Again, I don't think it's Nikki Haley. She destroyed her candidacy when she said that if you have an anonymous name on the internet, you have to, you have to, uh, uh, you yeah, know, put yourself yeah. on a list. All right. And then she said, we're, we're raising the retirement head. age to 70. Yeah. She, she that, I've never seen someone destroy their political campaign so quickly than right then and there. All right. So, I mean, to me, it seems like Trump's going to be Trump versus Biden. I don't think, uh, you know, gruesome Newsom's getting in. I don't think Hillary Clinton, maybe Hillary Clinton. I'll, I'll still hold up on that. But I don't think Michelle Obama is. I think it's likely going to be Biden versus Trump, too. The The United States and the world continues to get worse. And I think that's what puts Trump in. And I think it is a selection, not an election. I know you and I, Billy, argue maybe it's trading places, like you mentioned earlier. Maybe it is. But I think they want Trump back in. I really do think they do. Um, and and I think that Trump will serve whatever purpose that they have for him in the future. Um, but it's it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. There's multiple scenarios we've already talked about. We need to go, you know, I still hold that Trump will be ahead of the United States of America, whatever the United States of America looks like by then, eventually. Whether it's in 2024 or whenever, he will be leader again. I think I think as as much as I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, I, I think the best card for the new world order, or for that's the term we use for these people, whoever the controllers are, is to to get Biden back in power, by by, by hook or by crook, right? To get him back in power, there's half of the country that's not going to believe it, no matter what. Even if he wins legitimately, half of the the country is not going to believe it. It's going to solidify a divide. I think that's the best move. I don't know what'll happen at this point. Yaka, if you want to comment on that, fine. If not, we're going to the meet. What's up, Yaka? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know who's going to be elected, but I have a feeling that they already know who it's going to be. Yeah, they, they, they uh, I think they have a feeling too, unfortunately. Man, we're, we're, we are going to be in for it. And, and that means the world. Get ready for 2024. We, we have issues and problems, but um, Thanksgiving is this week. I can't wait. Yeka, what should we be eating? First off, wh why are you uh, the eat meat queen? Tell us about this, right? And and then, uh, you know, um, what should we be eating for Thanksgiving? What's an, what's an optimal meal for a human on Thanksgiving? What's up? Um, so what, I, what got me started into eating this way is I've just been on a health journey for a really long time and I uh, was having some health issues and 
gained a bunch of weight and I started looking into it and I've tried all kinds of different diets. So I was just like, well, let me just try this for, for 30 days. And I started to lose all the weight and I started to have all these health benefits. Also, like I started gaining muscle without going to the gym. Um, I was in depression and it literally lifted me out of depression. I, I eventually started doing coaching for uh, carnivore and I've helped people get off of their diabetes medication, their antidepressants and their anti-inflammatory medications. So I got to actually see the healing power of meat. And so that's why I've just kind of stuck with it ever since then. I, I started it back in 2017. And so over the years, you know, my body has gotten a lot healthier. So I'm not, I don't have to be so strict with it anymore. But um, for Thanksgiving, I'll just share with y'all what I'll probably be eating and definitely be eating turkey, um, probably sticking to the dark meats and um, I'll be making like a low carb green bean casserole and maybe some sweet potatoes. I don't know. We'll see. But it'll definitely be mostly meat on my plate for sure. <laughs> That's dope. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that um, are in need. Like I, I'm diabetic. Right. Um, um I've gotten considerably better. Um, but uh, right now my blood levels are at a pre-diabetic a pre phase, right? So I'm, I'm all right. Um, but I, I cut out a bunch of carbs, right? Cause that, that's my thing, right? White rice. Oh my God. Right. Like I, <laughs> I could not have a meal without it, you know? Um, but, and, and, and I want, I want your comments on this first, Yaka, and then I'm going to go to John and then I'll go to the rest of the panel. Um, I, I have this thing in my mind and it's always been there, right? First of all, I think there'd be a lot less meat eaters if we actually had to kill the food ourselves, for one. Um, second, I, I just think that it may not be the way that we were designed to operate. I'm not sure. I know the debate is open and, and John is going to crucify me for this later, right? But but uh, um, I, I think that especially in the alternative community, for some reason, like being a vegetarian is demonized in the alternative community. I know a few, I know a Rastafarian great friend of mine that, that is strictly vegetarian and he's as healthy as can be. Um, I also know my grandmother who is 90, thank the Lord, who's been a meat eater all her life and is in better shape than I am, literally. You know, she's walking around, she's doing all types of stuff. Um, you know, and, and our friend John and I, our, our friend uh, Mr. Winters, shouts to Mr. Winters. He he is a, a, a vegetarian and and he's in great shape. So I I don't know. I, is is it possible that it's a mindset? Because clearly it's done something to you. The what what you did with with meat and how you altered your diet has affected your life in a very very big way, right? You look great. You're in great health, and you've helped other people right to do this and I, I need i need all the help i can get so um i'm gonna be hitting you up be like hey i want cookies <laughs> how do i make those cookies you know but um but um but um what do you think about people that think that we may, we shouldn't be eating meat like in in the hindu religion it's a thing right they they you know they they don't want to eat meat you know for a variety of reasons they're very healthy people too i don't know tell me something what do you think yeah, so um, I was vegetarian and I tried raw vegan and all, all different kinds of diets. Um, but when you look at the bioavailability of meat when you eat it, meat is, especially beef, it's one of the most nutrient dense and highly bioavailable foods. 
And when you look at the bioavailability of plants, our bodies are not designed to actually absorb all the nutrients and minerals. And if you do want to eat plants, um, fruits and vegetables, you really have to look at uh, proper balancing of the foods. Like if you want to be able to absorb all the amino acids, you want to eat beans with rice. You're not going to get all the proper nutrients if you just eat rice, you know, even if it's, you know, just rice and vegetables. Um, so that's the thing with plants and a lot of vegetables, especially vegetables that are touted to be superfoods, they have these things called oxalates, which are the plant's defense mechanism which uh, the plants release when they start to get cut up or chewed and they cause an inflammation. And a lot of people like I personally am sensitive to oxalates. And uh, one of the foods that is really high in oxalates is chocolate. And so if I eat chocolate for like two or three days in a row, my joints literally start to hurt like an old lady. Mm. So I try not to eat chocolate a lot. Um, but there's just been, there's now there's, there's a pretty decent amount of research out there showing uh, the nutrient dense density of meat and how it's easily absorbable from our food. And if you eat all parts of the animal, you're getting the proper balance of amino acids when you're eating all parts of the animals versus if you just eat fruits and vegetables, you're going to be missing out on some of those amino acids, which are literally the building blocks of our bodies. Right. And so um, I... I don't know if I would totally agree if we had to hunt our own food that people would be eating less meat because there's just a lot of like back in the day, like that's how people ate and meat is a prized possession of food. And, you know, and but when you the thing with when you eat more meat in your diet, you don't need to eat as much of anything else. Mm -hmm. So like and also like in history a lot of the poor civilizations ate the grains and the royalty is what ate the meat because they know that it's better, it's higher quality food and it's more nutrient dense and you get more vitamins and minerals. And so um, I, I do, I would say like people that are healthy that do eat plant-based or vegetarian, I, I would say that it does have to do with genes. And also most, a lot of those people that are healthy eating that way don't eat processed foods. Right. So a lot of meat eaters that do eat processed foods, they might be sick because of the processed foods. And so there's a saying that goes around, like, don't blame the meat. It's what else you eat. Ah. And so, you know, a lot of people do still eat processed foods. So and like that's what happened to me when I started to start to eat healthier. I went the plant based route. And so I cut out processed foods first. Like I stopped going to fast food restaurants. I stopped buying candy. I stopped, you know, buying all the packaged foods in the grocery store and try to stick to more whole foods. And I did see a lot of benefit with that. But then I eventually started to get, I was just hungry. I could never like feed myself enough food. My mood was all over the place. My hormones were imbalanced. I started to get debilitating joint pain in my knees and my tailbone to where I would like bend down to pick stuff up and I would be stuck because the inflammation was so bad. And this is when I was eating paleo plant-based. So I actually was eating whole foods and I would, I was still eating meat, but I was only eating it like once, maybe twice a week. Mm -hmm. um, but I was eating a lot of nuts, a lot of spinach, a lot of kale. Like I worked at the farmer's market. So I got like, it was all organic, all locally sourced all that good stuff. Um, but it's still, it, that's what actually led me into depression and debilitating joint pain when I was only 25 years old. And like, I should not have been feeling that way at that age. Right. 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 Or at any age, I would, I would argue, but I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that, that, um, you worked your way out of it, you know, mm -hmm. 
Um, it's inspirational. That's fantastic. You know, um, I, I wish everybody can do the same. Brissom, I see you over there chomping at the bit. Now, you be nice for one. Okay. Well, first of all, everything Yucca said was completely uh, 100% uh, accurate. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, you need to listen to her since you don't listen to me. I said um, be nice. Be nice but, to me. I, okay. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Okay. But uh, okay. So. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, you know, I believe that we are created, obviously, you know, through Jesus Christ, all things were created. So, you know, I do believe that if you took a person, you know, themselves as were as, as our digestive system with our with our stomach producing hydrochloric acid and um, our, our small intestine um, and, and just the way that, you know, we don't produce a lot of cellulase en enzymes to break down cellulose in, in plant matter or a lot of amylase to handle carbohydrates. And we have canines too as well and incisors that, you know, our digestive system as a whole, if you take our microbiome out of it, we're meat eaters. We're meat and fat eaters and simple sugar. I'm talking about like honey you know, as simple as you could possibly get, right? And and then you know, you, you could argue dairy and breast milk. You know, there's a, there's a difference between a one beta casein, a two beta casein. Too much to talk about here, but you know, and so without our microbiome actually doing a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of the plant food that we eat, as far as breaking down phytic acid as an anti-nutrient, as far as neutralizing oxalates, um, you know, if you have an unhealthy microbiome, you know, if you have leaky gut as well eating plant food could be detrimental to your health. Okay. And so, you know, and so for a lot of people, again, you know, veganism, there was no ancient vegan society because you get a B12 deficiency, for example, which is only found in, in meat, right. You know, outside of, you know, algae in the modern world of using it as a source, but that wasn't, you know, hundreds or 200 years ago. So, you know, there's no ancient vegan society. Our bodies in and of ourselves without a healthy microbiome, we're primarily carnivores. With a healthy microbiome, we can be omnivores, okay, somewhat. But some people have issues with oxalates or phytates or histamines or there's very different issues that people can have with a plant-based diet. Okay. Now there's issues that people can have with a carnivore-based diet as well too. Some people don't react negatively or positively to the histamine uh, that's in meat, uh, hydrogen sulfide. If they have hydrogen sulfide dysbiosis, the sulfurous amino acids in meat like cysteine, methionine, and taurine, they might react negatively too. Uh, sometimes a person goes carnivore due to adrenal fatigue or or hypothyroid, it may worsen it without a lack of without a lack of carbohydrates. So again, like as much as I do, you know, recommend the carnivore diet for some people who have digestive issues uh, that I coach at fixture.com, obviously. Um, it, it's not again, no diet is not one size fit all, which is why I've never, you know, per se recommended one specifically for everyone. I've never written the fix your gut diet. Uh, you know, because there's genetics at play, like Yucca mentioned earlier, everybody's microbiome is different. Everybody's epigenetics or their environment is different. And so what may help someone else or someone may hurt someone else. But I will say this, though, however, veganism at its core, if a person goes off the standard American diet and goes to veganism, if they're eating, un you know, if they're eating less processed foods and they're eating more whole foods, the feeling better generally just comes from that alone. But eventually will develop nutrition, nutrient deficiencies and vitamin mineral deficiencies and amino acid deficiencies being on a long-term vegan diet that unless they're supplementing, they're not correcting it. Okay. And even then there's issues because there's anti-nutrients within plants that don't exist in meat. 
So again, you know, an optimal diet may be different for everyone, but I would never suggest someone go on a vegan diet unless a low sulfur vegan diet for a very short period of time they have hydrogen sulfide dysbiosis. Right. Most people, I would say, right. omnivore, you know, grass-fed, obviously, grass-fed meat, uh, grass-fed protein when it's all possible, grass-fed dairy, A2 when all possible, uh, you know. But, you know, again, human beings, as you and I have talked, Billy, countless times, we are created strictly if you look at our bodies itself to be carnivores and if we have a healthy microbiome we then might have the possibility to be omnivores i i, I don't agree with that um but i don't have the background knowledge to argue with you on it right now so later on i will learn how to argue with you about this and i will do it regardless of that um that was a very balanced approach i i, I like that it's not what i get from john privately he's hammering me about me 24 7. <laughs> um, um and i love spam in the chat people were talking about spam spam is delicious it's fantastic <laughs> I, I love and and i love the one that's filled with sodium and i don't like the, the no sodium stuff no i need i need the bad stuff in there that, that's what i need you got spam. bacon spam billy it's so freaking good right um regardless, <laughs> regardless of that um that's it uh, Don, do you, you're an eat meter, right? you're a meat eater like the rest of us, right? I'm, I'm quite an eater, yeah. But uh, no, it's, you know, I, I think that this is, uh, I think it's, it's freedom of choice to some degree, and I, I, you know, I, I maintain my weight. People see me all the time. And they say they haven't seen me. Well, you've lost weight now. Everybody else is getting fatter. I'm saying I still weigh <laughs> what I weighed in high school. You know, right. everybody else is getting fatter around me, so I look skinnier. But uh, it's about doing that. It's eating sensibly in moderation. Uh, my wife is great about looking at labels. She does most of the shopping. So uh, she knows, for instance, we, you know, you, you don't avoid high fructose corn syrup. That's, right. that's a killer. Right. Uh, the, there's what we need. I think I wouldn't want to control people's eating. You know, it'd be a vegetarian. Would it be me? Just don't push it on somebody else. Right. And if it works for you to be obvious, because some of the people I see it is working other people I, I see, and it doesn't look like it's working. Yeah. I don't know. Why, why should I listen to you? You know, <laughs> you don't look like the picture of hell. So I think, it, you know, if you, 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 you the proof should be there, but what we can do is there's sensible things like with certainly all GMO, we, we should get rid of GMO foods, I think, like Vladimir yeah, Putin did. Absolutely. But uh, we, we certainly at least have it labeled. And, you know, that that passed, you know, that failed in California. The the wise voters of California didn't want their their products labeled. So we shouldn't we should know what's in your food. So label everything thoroughly. And there, the unnecessary I learned about this back in the 70s and 80s when I was first waking up. A lot of the breakfast cereals I used to love to eat, you know, tricks and, you know, the, the, uh, fruity pebbles and all these things that I ate, uh, right. they didn't used to have preservatives in them. Right. And they started, they started putting this stuff called BHA and BHT. Uh -huh. They're killers. Uh -huh. They're in so many of our foods. They're completely unnecessary. They don't really even add shelf life to them or anything. Clearly, they're in there to try to injure people. So I think. Or to add, they can add natural coloring. They don't need false, fake colors or anything like that. So I look for natural stuff, anything. And you you even get fooled like, you know, Quaker 100% natural cereal has BHA or BHT in it. It's not 100% natural. in it too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's so that's, you look for stuff, get as close as you can to natural. But even that, you know, exercise is very important. You got to move, especially as you get older. Uh, you can't be, uh, you know, uh, stagnant. You can't be, you know, sedentary. And a, a lot of people, you know, can, can get away with eating things, I think. But I think, you know, part of the joy in, in life is eating things, having a piece of cake, having That's a bowl of ice cream. Right. And so I, I don't want to have that. Just do it in moderation. It's not going to kill you if you do it once in a while. And uh, people, I think they, you know, they 
I would believe like if people are lecturing me on food, if, if they have a history, like, okay, this guy lived to be 150 or so. If it's, if it's something so exceptional, well, I need to listen to him. Then maybe I should just, you know, eat uh, seaweed or something, you know, whatever it is, it, it, but I, you don't see that. They don't seem to have an appreciable longer life expectancy. I see a lot of them that seem to have the same kind of issues that other people have. So I, I just, I think government should, we, we need to get corporations and government together with it, but we know they don't care about people's health. It should be yeah. obvious. So they yeah. put this stuff in the food for a reason. They don't need to. I mean, you know, cane sugar sweetens things very well and it's natural. Uh, you don't need high fructose corn syrup. That's ridiculous. It doesn't, they, they've trained people to, I guess, be tasty with it, but that's what I would do. I, I don't lecture anybody on it. I just think, you know, it, it's for once that old expression about it, anything in moderation is good. I think that really does apply to food. You have to know, you know, if, I, if I'm eating cookies, I won't eat more than, you know, four Oreos or something. <laughs> that's just what I put. The, even I love them. I could eat a whole bag. Right. But uh, that's the I think that's the limitations you have to place on yourself. But, that's you know, I'm not lecturing anybody. That's some serious willpower, bro. You you put some Oreos in front of me. It is a wrap. Man, I, I I've talked about this before. I, I right. was I was I was Eric Cartman back in the day. <laughs> I looked like Eric Cartman. I had a personality too. I was an obese kid when it was not popular. I still have <laughs> scars from that. I just decided with great willpower when right. I entered high school, I lost forty pounds and I grew like eight inches. So I was unrecognizable, and I never looked back. I never want to be that way again. And uh, so I I you know I I had a little scars from that, but but I I would eat a whole bag of Oreos back then. I would eat like half a cake at a sitting and stuff like that. And that I would always go for seconds and thirds. So I just, you just learn to, well, you know, cause things like pizza, I love pizza, but oh. you know, instead of eating four pieces, you know, if you eat two, maybe three, but if you eat two pieces, usually if you wait, you'll suddenly be full. But, but, but people don't learn if you wait like five minutes, 10 minutes, you'll be full. But most people don't learn to do that because they can easily eat four, six, eight, whatever. Uh, but that, I think that's all. But again, I don't lecture anybody, but I just, I, I think that uh, it's, it's, it is important because so many health related issues are, are completely just related to weight. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And what, and what we eat in general, right. And I think uh, Yaka and John and yourself are already made a lot of points as to, as to, you know, the, the process nature of what it is that we're eating and, and why we are in, and I'm talking in generalities of what, why we are in the state of health that we are in. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good look. I, I'm also going to try, I'm not, I, I always say this, it's, it's very difficult, but uh, uh, Jesus Christ ate fish, right? So I guess that's cool. You know, like yeah. being a pescatarian might be cool, you know, uh, but I hate fish. I, you know, like salmon, salmon. Oh, I love. I could eat salmon every meal. It's okay. I mean, I guess you got to find the right person to make it. Like, I mean, like I, I love steak. Right? I love steak. I love pork. I love chicken. I, le I eat chicken all the time. That's pretty much my diet. I'm surprised I haven't flown away at this point. I can you attest know? to that. How many times I'm on the phone and he's getting something with chicken in it? So I can yeah. attest to it. Yes. That's what I what I get. But but I, I just feel like I, I don't know. It's. It's this. It's something in my head. It's it's in my genetics. I don't know. It's always told me that maybe this is not the way to go. Don't know why. Tony Tony tells me to eat steaks all the time. Tony's like, eat a steak, Billy. Eat a, eat a steak. When we were in New York, we had like five steaks at this. Right? I, I'm pretty sure. Build them we testosterone a, levels, Billy. Stay away from that soy. You don't want to be a soy boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm far from that, sir. 
you know I, I, I don't I don't eat edamames I don't eat soybeans I don't drink soy milk and and no one has ever called me a soy, a soy boy right so you watch your mouth sir all right Mr. Tony Arterburn what's up buddy well, uh, I only consume Tang because that's what the astronauts used. So when they went Don had a great interview with uh, Bart Sabrell uh, yesterday. Everybody should go check that out. It'll be up on the podcast channel a little later today. Um, no, this is a great conversation. I think right. it really comes down to what you pay attention to, what you give your money to, what you uh, what you respect when you look at a label, what you're consuming. I used to think that was kind of a feat because you go into third world countries and people are just hand to mouth. And I, you know, I'd come back here and everybody's always worried about diet. And and it just for a while, I, I just thought, gosh, you know, just be thankful that you have access to food. But if you really pay close attention to it, the same people who make uh, so much of our food quote, and this is in quotations, if you could see me, if I wasn't in the phantom zone, if the, the food, right. Um, is not actually food. And, you know, the same people who make that people entities, uh, Mitt Romney, corporations are people, my friend. But, yeah, if these corporations make napalm and components for nuclear weapons. They also make uh, healthy choice, tasty bars and stuff that you find in a package at the grocery store. So you should really be looking at uh, locally sourced if you can find, uh, you know, humanely raised chickens and cattle and and uh, and pigs and other things that, that make your pork. I think if you. It, it, something that I learned from Melissa a long time ago about cork for your wine bottles, that people were moving away to and going to synthetic uh, corks for wine bottles. And actually it was harming the cork industry it was harming the cork trees because they, they were trying to be environmentally friendly and not use the cork trees, but they, they'll plant more cork trees for those corks. If you, uh, if you actually demanded, they, they use the original. So I think it's the same thing with food. It's, it's what we, value and uh, more locally sourced. Uh, and it has to be in balance. You know, food should be enjoyed, but it should also be understood that it's energy. It's supposed to make you healthy. You're not supposed to just, if you look around, people are so unhealthy. Um, I mean, gosh, I'm not in my optimal shape, um, but at least I'm trying, you know, I mean, there's people that stopped trying a long time ago. Um, <laughs> And, and it shows and I think it wears on the mental acuity of people, uh, you know, whether it's the fluoride in the water or just chemicals in the food. It's you know, there's a great book on this, too. Um, it's Jim Mars. He wrote a book in 2015 called Population Control. I highly recommend people go read it. It's one of the last books he ever wrote. And it just talks about how so many chemicals, so many things run by these same multinational corporations. Um, and it was uh, the the God syndicate. It was guns, oils, drugs, you know, and um, that that's the same entities that that create this you know diseased population. Uh, I tend to think that it's on purpose. So uh, being being rebelling against the system is is also paying attention to what you eat. I I agree, one hundred percent. All right, cool. We're getting up out of here. Um, people in the chat were talking about Twinkies. I love Twinkies. Uh, I love zebra cakes. They're really, really good. Um, what else? Uh, those were my favorites. Then there was the orange Hostos cakes. Oh, peanut butter cups. Come on, peanut butter cups. They can get any better than that, right? Reese's peanut Reese's butter cups. Peanut butter cups. <laughs> I got. I gotta admit that I still have from time to time the Justins. 
peanut butter cups is, is dark chocolate and it has almond butter in it. Oh my god, those are so, so good. The ones from Trader so, Joe's are, are better, Billy. So good. Well, like the good thing about chocolate, whoever thought that, but dark chocolate is a health food. I yeah, eat a lot it. of dark chocolate. Dark, dark chocolate is great. It has yeah, to be at 85 at least. It has to well, be 85. Well, hold on. Yucca might have something to say to that because that's not necessarily – it can be. depends. There's a lot of okay. – there, there's a lot of – go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll let you say it instead of me. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you're a generally healthy person, you might be able to eat it in small amounts. But if you do have sensitivity to the oxalates – it, it's very highly inflammatory and uh, uh, chocolate is actually chocolate and spinach are actually two of the highest oxalate foods yep. out there. And mm. so if you have inflammation, joint pain of any kind of sort and you're eating like any kind of oxalates food, but if you're eating chocolate on a regular basis, I would highly recommend to just test it out for yourself. That's the best way to try it out, you know, to see if it works for you, to see if it makes a difference. To just cut it out for a couple weeks and see if the inflammation goes away. But chocolate is can be very highly inflammatory for a lot of people, unfortunately. I love chocolate. Like I'm not saying it doesn't <laughs> taste good. Like I'll still eat it and I'll suffer with the pain. <laughs> but uh, it does have high oxalates in there for sure. And there you go. Now, as well it's too, not one cadmium. size fits all. Right. But Reese's I will, peanut I still, butter cups. Reese's I will, I will say one one thing John, to I'm, that I'm real quick. About candy, Billy's. Bro. I know you tried over there to name a whole bunch of foods that we ain't supposed to be eating. Okay. Try to <laughs> this, okay? Um, it's just, it, it's just with the, uh, I, I guess with chocolate is, is um, there are a lot of, you know, issues that people can have with, with certain, um, uh, you know, foods. And like Don said, moderation is important, right? But some people, uh, depending on uh, certain diseases, like I have celiac disease, so there is no gluten in moderation for me. It makes me have issues no matter when I eat it um, and no matter how small. Uh, so, you know, it depends. But I mean, I think if we stuck more to, you know, being in moderation, you know, I think we'd, we would be better overall in our health. Yeah. So. Beautiful. All right, let's get up out of here. Uh, Tony, where can we find you? And what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'll be in Texas for Thanksgiving with family. Um, and you can find me at arterburn.news. And uh, of course, the sponsor of this program is Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. We have a membership program. You got to go check that out, folks. It's wolfpack.gold. Uh, lots of new um products that we're we're sourcing and uh, exciting stuff that's happening over in wolfpack if you think you can't afford precious metals you're wrong go to wolfpack.gold and uh check out what we can do for you on a monthly basis and you can get turn your fake money into real money incredible fantastic don jeffries what's going on sir what are you having oh, for thanksgiving we, too well we will have, have the uh, all the traditional things uh obviously turkey mashed potatoes green bean casserole cranberries lots of cranberry stuffing uh Typical stuff, apple pie, probably. Uh, mm. So, uh, yeah, we, we will have the traditional. It's my favorite myth. They, they ever frame me for a crime and uh, have to be executed by the state. Uh, that would be my last meal. Me I too, Don. Me if too. I, I have to pick the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. But I'll, I'll, we'll be having, uh, my wife will be cooking. We'll have, be having the family over that uh, hasn't canceled me yet and still speaks to me. So uh, it, it'll be uh, it'll be a lovely time. It's one of my favorite holidays. Next to Christmas is, uh, you know, right there. Me too, Don. Me too. Very good, very good. John Brisson, plug your stuff, bro. Uh, you can you can find me of uh, Weave underscore Red on Twitter. Um, we've read the documents on Odyssey, Substack, Patreon. Uh, we've read the documents on FreeWorld.fm, four to five uh, Eastern Standard Time every Friday. Uh, and of course, fix your gut for all your gut health coaching needs. If you have any digestive issues? Um, SIBO, heartburn, 
reflux, anything, just hit me up over there. Glad to be back on America Unplugged. God bless everybody. He'll take care of you. And of course, Yaka, let them know where they can find you, ma'am. Y'all can find me at Yeah Yeka on YouTube, Rumble, Podbean, and on my Instagram. It's going to be Eat Meat Queen. Now, are, are you on on uh, on iTunes on uh, on Apple Podcasts? I should say. No, I need to get that set up. Because um, right, yeah, I looked I'll for that there. yesterday. I'll be on there pretty soon. I, I you you plugged it on Tony's and 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 I looked for it yesterday and I couldn't find it. But I don't know if I was spelling that right. So it's Yeah Yeka or Yeah Yeka. Yeah Yeka. Y e a h. Yeah. Yeah Yeka. This is for people like me that can't follow directions. Yeah, Yekka. And you can find it on Podbeam. Eventually, it'll be on Apple Podcasts. We got to get you on Apple Podcast ASAP because that's where the majority of the listeners are. So got to go over there. All right. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you. And thank you for letting us know about, about you know, what we should be eating and, and your journey. Very dope. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. All right. I'm going to be having... Uh, turkey. I'm going to be having chicken. I'm going to be having pernil. That's pork shoulder. We're going to eat all that. There's going to be a coconut rice and beans, which I probably can't touch, but I'll have it with farro rice because um, I'm going to make farro co coconut rice and beans, which is really good. It just takes some time to make. Um, Yeka is going to send me the recipe for some cookies and I'm going to make those so I can have that. And I'm probably going to have a bunch of stuff that I shouldn't have anyway. Um, but whatever. It's Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Don said you need to enjoy your life. You absolutely do. At least once in a blue, right? So go eat yeah. whatever you were supposed to eat. Eat what you're not supposed to eat. Have fun that day. And give thanks for everyone. We always give thanks here on America Unplugged, but you know the deal. AmericaUnplugged.com. America Unplugged on Apple Podcast. America Unplugged on Rockfin. 12 p.m. Eastern every Saturday live. Thank you for joining us. Everybody in the chat. Everybody on YouTube theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com and the infinite fringe on um apple podcast just put up an autism with my boy <laughs> just put up an episode with my boy wayne mccroy on autism um and uh, it's, it's being pretty well received you, you guys should go listen to it if you haven't already and i got uh, i got i got some stuff lined up for the end of the year um and yaka you got to come on we got to talk about um food and 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 your journey and all that stuff love to have you all right um freeworld.fm make sure you get over there and listen to what's going on it's a slow grind but we're climbing up to the top of the mountain till we get to the very top and everybody's going to be live and you'll get to listen to all that so make sure you stay tuned over there and thank you for everybody that supported up to this point be good hey tone you're going to play us out yeah I got can it. you do that yeah let me do it there I'll he is up. There all I right am. don't burn the place down while we're gone all right take it easy now Bye-bye.